Wrestling Corner with another episode of Under the Ropes. I'm your host as always, the queen of the indies, Tiffany. This is a long, very long, 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 long overdue podcast. So I'm very excited. Uh, it's all about timing, as we like to say. Uh, but yeah, so welcome. The main event, Midas Black and Jay Lion. How are you guys? Uh, uh, <laughs> You're doing right. We're doing all right. How are you, Tiffany? I'm excited. I'm really, really excited. As are we. This is, as you said, way, way, way long overdue. Yeah, way, way long overdue. So we are here, and we're ready to get this party started. So guys, thank you so much for joining us here on the Indie Wrestling Corner. If you're new here to the Under the Rope series, series i interview everything independent wrestling whether it's wrestlers promoters referees backstage i got you covered if you guys got questions feel free drop it into the chat i'm sure they'll be more than happy to answer all of your questions so oh man so i know you guys long time now years like i always say like day one right day one i've been with you guys which means it's been about four years my goodness, God, time time flies when we're having fun. So, man, so like I know we were talking a little bit off air at the growth that's happened in these four years. So we're going to break down a little bit. But, you know, I like to start back to basics here a little bit. So let's talk a little bit about like the House of Glory days, you know, so tell the fans if they don't know this already, like how you guys started and like, you know, you know, what made you get into wrestling? Why House of Glory? All that stuff. You, you can go first line. Yeah. So um, honestly, bo- I, we could both say that we've been fans like lifelong fans um, and uh for me, um, I always had, I had a martial arts background, so it was an easy transition for me into pro wrestling. And um, at first, I started in the Bronx, met a few guys like Matt Travis, um, who I know will probably get into detail later, and Montequilla and Evander James. And um, they brought me into House of Glory like a month into me training, and then I met this nice little handsome ringleader over here, you know what I'm saying? And, um, oh, you know, I don't know. You know, just from there, I mean, we kind of click really fast. Um, yeah, that's it's we trained together. Um, honestly, Red was like going to Amazing Red and going to House of Glory was like the obvious choice. Um, I watched Red and TNA even live in person, which is pretty like surreal to me that he's like a father figure to me now. And, you know, I've seen him wrestle in person in Florida, not even in New York. Um, but yeah, man, we, um, we got together, we were training every day, probably two years before we re- we were even in the Indies like that. And, um, yeah, that's why, um, our tag team synergy is very organic to say the least. And I feel like, you know, to add to that, like, um, I know for me, like what got me into wrestling was just like being something so larger than life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just had to, I just knew I had to do that because I always told myself like I just don't want to grow up and wake up and work a nine to five and be miserable with life and then grow old and bitter like I want to do something that makes me happy for the rest of my life so and then you know it's just 
for me, going to House of Glory was also an obvious choice. One, because of everything Lion said, and then two, like, it's not like I'm a big guy myself, so it would probably be easier to learn from someone that is also small in the business but has done so much. Right. And then the going on the team of Lion, it's like, it's like it was just destined to be and we didn't even know it because the way that even happened, like, we were, we were singles. I actually had a, a previous tag partner and um, he ended up leaving, which kind of left me high and dry and kind of figure out what I wanted to do. And there was a practice tag team tournament coming up at House of Glory. And I was like, I was in it and I got removed because my partner left. All right. I asked Red, like, hey, Red, if I could find one person for one night only, will you let me be in the tournament? And yes. And I go up to Lion and I say, hey, man, like, you don't really got nothing going on. I don't really got nothing going on. One night only. One night only. It sounds so corny and cheesy, but one night only. And that one night just felt so good and organic. And I was like, wow, like, I've always wanted to be a tag team wrestler. So now I'm just hoping that, you know, I'm going to pop the question to him. And I'm going to get down on my knees and ask, hey, man, will you be my tag partner? <laughs> I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. He did. It was magic from there, and just it was destined to be because we've been in the same place several times before we even knew each other. Like we were at both at WrestleMania 24 as fans, as fans. Both at WrestleMania 29 as fans, and I didn't know Lion at all. And I'm like, yeah, this is, and we went to the same school. Yeah, we went to college. Oh wow! Didn't even know. Never crossed paths. We knew some of the same people too, but like. Never crossed paths, which is hilarious. So, you know, it was just so many things that brought us together on top of wrestling. So that's how the main event kind of, that was the, the roots. Yeah. That's crazy, right? A small world. Yes. You know, it really, it really is a small world. That's amazing. See, I didn't even know that. Like, that's pretty cool. So... This is why this is why we do these interviews. So uh, it's so awesome. Hey, Captain Dave, what's going on in the chat? John, what's going on? He says, "Love the main event." Yes, oh, uh, I Captain love Dave. it. Oh, main event. <laughs> April's in the chat. She said, "Yer." Yer. <laughs> awesome. Love you guys. Love you guys. Please share the stream. So awesome. Wait, I see some more stuff in here is popping up. This sounds really good. Okay, perfect. Thank you for letting me know. Justin's in the chat. Nerds of Wrestling, what's going on? He said, yo. <laughs> oh, Nerds of Wrestling. I love it. I love it. Yeah, share the stream for me, guys. Awesome. Okay, so uh, obviously, like I said, I'm day one with you. And I'm going to break down some matches. We're going to go through that. But that fan that's listening to his podcast never saw you wrestle before what's the match that they should watch to become an instant fan like we know i i feel like i know i say the briscoes man yeah 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 briscoes and the the, not not the triple threat the two-on-two like the triple threat was good um but the two-on-two was just special the 2v2 is what like i just feel like this is you understand how much we love this mm-hmm. when you watch that match. Yeah. It's on YouTube also. 
definitely check that out. I love that, you know, everything's so accessible nowadays. It's it's great. It's just we I talk about that with everybody that pretty much comes on here. So check that out. We'll we'll break we'll break that down a little bit more, you know. All right. So let, let's talk a little bit about 2002 because like I mean 2022 because it's been crazy this year for you guys. You guys are busy. Busy, 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 busy. But I want to start with this because I feel like I'm very big about full circle with things. And I want to talk about the beginning of the year because I wanted JT Dunn to be my first interview of 2022. And when we were talking before we went live, he was like, I would love to make an announcement on your podcast of a match. And I was like, yeah, I would love I whatever you want to do. So when he sent me the graphic, he didn't tell me who. He sent me the graphic and I popped in my house. I mean, you can go back to the interview with JT Dunn and I went off the wall because I was just so excited because I was like, okay, I have to come up to Chaotic Wrestling. I was like, because you guys were going up there and obviously he talked about you guys, that you guys have like, you know, know each other from House of Glory when JT was working over there too, a lot in the scrambles, but that he didn't have the opportunity to work with you guys. And what better way with him and Danny Miles? So. I was like, I'm coming up. I've never been too chaotic before. And I felt like this was the whole reason why I came up to chaotic. I'm in love with chaotic wrestling. Anybody knows that on this podcast. So it is fun. It is great. A lot of dope people. Yeah, the, the New England Pro Wrestling Academy, if you're in Massachusetts, that is the place to go. There's so many talented people who came out of there. Or in Beyond Wrestling and living. Or still coming out of there. Like, exactly. Like, There's a lot of great talent out of that school. You know, shout out to Chaotic and uh, NUPA. I think that's uh, the acronym. Sorry. If I butchered it, you know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, yeah. NEPWA. NEPWA. Yeah. N E W P A. Yeah. They produce some great talent out of there. I've actually been fortunate enough to actually go into the school um and see it uh so everybody was great in there and i was like damn i was like this is really is like a great school for and i i don't even know like anything you know here i am i podcast i'm a fan um you know and i feel very honored that they let me come in and hang out for a couple hours and watch a class so very great very great and you know chase del monte he knows i love him you know to death running chaotic and everything like that but yeah like talk talk about that match that particular match you know, working JT, the crowd, like crowd is off the charts up there. Um, I think that ma- I was actually really looking forward to that match. And um, I was grateful for that match. And I think we had a lot of fun. I just remember having so much fun. Yeah. Um, I just, re- you know, I don't know much from indie wrestling because I didn't watch indie wrestling when I was younger. But what I do remember is when I did start getting into indie wrestling, the first person that I was introduced to was Chris Hero. Mm-hmm. And at this time, JT Dunn was in this tag team with Chris Hero. And so flash forward now, I'm just like, wow, this is like inner kid me will go crazy right now because this is one of the first people I was introduced to mm-hmm. in indie wrestling. So that was already a full circle moment for me. And... um Danny Miles is just he he's a tank, man. He's a he's shredded now, like oh, beyond yeah. like dude is a problem. Yeah. He really is. 
I don't want to wrestle him now. <laughs> no. I, I do. I nah, do. I do too, yeah. <laughs> fuck you up, Daddy. <laughs> I think we I think we need to pay chaotic visit soon and and there's a couple unit members we 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 want to settle our differences yeah. with. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, like I mean I mean the unit's getting bigger and bigger as as we oh, keep yeah. going. I, I I love a I love a good fight. I love a good fight. Outnumbered don't mean nothing and there's always people that are willing to, you know, help fight the good cause. Yeah. <laughs> but right now I have no problems with them like they're doing their thing. But if it ever crossed paths again, you know, might be a different story. And they better put their money where their mouth is and put those titles up for grabs, yeah. baby. They're the problem up Dude. there all year. I have a lion and a, a, and a samurai, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Shout out to Nola Katana. Like, oh, my God. Like, I love it. He's another one I need to get on this podcast, too, because he's. He's another one that I've been like day one, and I remember being in the building when they were like, "Who are you?" And they're like, "Ninja, ninja." <laughs> and that man is an enigma, yeah, to say yeah. the least. But he's great. He's a great guy. Love yeah. you. Uh-huh. Love you, Nolo. Much, much love. All right, let me give right, some me- love in this chat. Uh, John says, "Can't wait for Thursday when main event wins that gold." All right, we'll Ooh. get. We're gonna get into that. We're gonna get into that. Let me let me move on. Let me move on. There's a time and a place for that. (laughs) I know which John that is. You know it, John. You know where it comes. Matt Lopez. Hey, good evening. Awesome seeing you guys at Terminal Five. Oh yeah. Uh, John says, "Who is main event dream match?" It might be two different answers here. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. I might have already had his. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did, but we gotta look for, towards the future. Like yes. the Briscoes was he, he could tell you even like years before, like the Briscoes was one of my dream matches. Like you have no idea. Even like it's funny because he was talking about JT Dunn, but um, my first indie show was a Ring of Honor show in 2015, like live. I don't count TNA as an indie. It was a big company back in the day, so like I don't really count that. But um, I saw ROH, and the main event of Best in the World 2015 was. Jay Briscoe versus Jay Lethal for the ROH World Title. So it's pretty poetic that I got to wrestle one half of the main event in my first like show showing at Terminal Five, like about seven years later. It's pretty nuts. So shout out to the Briscoes. But that's not my dream match going forward. Current one. Current one. Damn. Got to put it out there, you know. Like, are we talking feasibility? Like something that is in our grasp. Dream or, match. Your dream yeah. match. Manifest that baby. Because I, I already have mine. Yo, you go first then. I, my dream match would be the Usos. Mm. Yeah, mine is too, of course. Like, it would be the Usos. I think they're the the best tag team going right now. Of course. I think they're the best. So they're they're my dream match. Briscoes were also a dream match, but again, we passed that. So, which is amazing. So awesome. Definitely, you guys can check that out. So awesome. Really, really good stuff. He said the Uso. We both had the same dream match. Yeah. Hey. The ability match. All right. That is also a dream match because we don't know this window could close any day. But I have to say it's the Motor City Machine Guns. Hell yeah. 100%. 100%. Ability wise, absolutely. Oh, I love that. We're manifesting it. We're manifesting it. Um, Bob in the chat says, if you were to be managed by Sydney Bacabella, what type of stuff would we see? 
our who rookie. Knows was, who SG knows was Sydney, man? Like this guy is outrageous, and he I, matches. I think <laughs> I was, he just matches like my Joe Pesci vibe in real life. Like <laughs> I would, I would have an inner Joe Pesci come out and go like my cousin Vinny with Sydney Bacabella. <laughs> I just think me and Sydney would have great banter, like. Cause he's just so like he's so easy to feed off of, but I think you'd see pretty like some pretty outrageous and outlandish stuff like. Oh yeah. Yeah, the three the thing with the three of us is we try to think out, outside of the box as much as possible. Yeah. Don't don't make Sydney Bacabella my battery. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, Sky's in the chat. She said, "Good morning. It's three a.m. here. What's going on, Sky? Thanks for being committed. I love okay. it." Um, <laughs> Morning. 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 Yeah, good morning, pretty much. Uh, let's see. Uh, you're from Everything Pro Wrestling. What's going on? He says it's time for the main event. I love sure. it. I love it. Go give some love to Conrad in the chat. He's got you covered for AW and all that fun stuff. Uh, all right. So let's let's go back. Let's so let's talk. Let's talk a little bit more about Hog. All right. Let's, let's go a little more in depth because. There's so much, uh, you know, and again, you guys talked about Briscoe's, you know, we could talk a little bit more. We could talk private party, you know, Hermanus Lee, like there's there's a lot, you know, like tag team wrestling's booming, as as we say. And House of Glory has been bringing in some heavy hitters, too, uh, you know, and look like a private party got signed over to AW. Uh, even like the Lucha Bros like came down. I, I was at that one, too, where Lucha Bros and private party made evented at the House of Glory. Um right. You know, so tell maybe like share some of your favorite experiences or you know anything that sticks out. Um, from this year specifically, free, or free range, free range. I feel like there's so much. Um, I feel like what really sticks out this this two moments, and I feel like one was the beginning that got us to where we are today, mm-hmm. and then it's probably now. So before, the first moment would probably be, like, the fatal four-way tag match we had. Yeah, it was the eighth anniversary, uh, 2018. We were about, like, maybe a few months into tagging. It wasn't, like, maybe six, right, like, into really, like, our presentation. That is the greatest show in professional wrestling main event. It was, like, December. We started around, like, June, really. Uh, Like, that match specifically, it was just cool to, like, you know, be able to be in there when Private Party was beginning beginning to blossom. And then you have the birth of Charles Mason in that match because he was in a tag team. And then you have New York Wrecking Crew in that match. So it was just very cool to be able to share that moment with them. And the reason why it stands out to me was because that was the last time we were seen mm-hmm. until, like, I believe Matt Travis's memorial show. It was like one more match, and then it was, it was like a long hiatus of our... Yeah. But I just remember that being like, okay, we have to do our thing outside right. in order to get to where we need to be here. Yeah. And the Matt Travis Memorial Show, that's another moment that sticks out for us because we went from, you know, not being seen all these years and then we main evented with Rock and Roll Express. Right. And New York and Record. I think the swim position too. And to be- it it was very tough because, um, you know, that show, just in general, that show is, you know, that's our heart right now. Yeah. 
that that was probably the the to this day the most difficult show that I feel like we ran, and we just did the Terminal Five show, and I really think that was the most difficult one emotionally. And I just remember not wanting to close the show. Also, like I, we wanted Ken to close the show, yeah. but you know we get it because Rock and Roll Express and everything. But that was a moment for us because that was the moment where I just felt like we did this and we did it with Maddie by our side. Yeah. And I just remember having that big sigh of relief when we got backstage, like, like just felt like a whole weight off our shoulders. Yeah. Uh, and on top of the fact, like, Maddie for this this whole period of time, and I, I know a lot of people, like, know that we wear MBK on our on our sleeve. Sometimes I forget because I lose everything, but, um, and it'd be in the back. But um, still doesn't matter. He, we carry him with us, like, every match we have. Um, and that was the beginning of that. And um, honestly, like, we've tried our best just to, like, do all the cool, all the things that we knew that he knew was cool that he talked about and kind of, like, put into existence everything he knew we would be able to do, which is also crazy like that. Like, doing GCW, you know, doing all these hot spots in the indies that we said we were going to ride, you know, together to just visit just to pay dues. So, like, being able to accomplish that and whatever else we're going to accomplish that we can't even fathom at this moment, like, is is just mind-blowing. And at that point, we we just, it's like, we're taking you wherever we go. Yeah. Like, that's just how it is. We wear that as, like, reminder, like, you're here with us. The places that you wanted to go, like, we're dying to go to Japan just because, you know, he really wanted to go to Japan. So now, like, we're going to go to Japan. We wanted to go to Japan, but now we're extra going to find our way there and find a way to bring you with us. I love that. But, you know, fast forward to now, I think now would be, you know, all, everything this year. Everything this year has mattered. Everything this year holds the same amount of weight, even the Briscoes match. Um, and for us, it just was like that match was the match that let us know hey, we get you from the fans' perspective. We get you, we understand you, and we love you. And that was the moment where I felt like, wow, uh, I'm a pro wrestler. Yeah, like, um, not to go into the too much of the details of the behind-the-scenes stuff, but we had an emotion that we set to capture. And we exceeded the emotion that we planned with these men by, like, a thousand percent. And that's how we knew. We're like, wow, okay, we get it. Like on a on a on a on a connection level with the fans because like even Dwayne the Rock Johnson said it and you have to always look at these icons and why they're successful is because they had a pulse on their audience. Whether you're a good guy, a bad guy, in between, even though we don't feel like that exists, you have to have a grasp on the pulse of the audience. If you don't have your audience, who are you what are you performing for? Yeah. And on and on top of that, you have to wrestle for the match. Mm-hmm. That was the biggest thing, and and the Briscoes, of course, they they're what twenty five years in, like they know this stuff, but we also knew this, and that's what how we approached them. Like it was more not like what can we do to make us look good, what can we do for this match, right. what's the story, and a, a lot of people, including us, sometimes, including us, because we're not perfect. But a lot of people forget that, like, we're doing this for the match. We're not doing this for ourselves. We're doing this for the, this for the match. And then in the same 
time, at the same time, you're doing it for the people. Because if this, if it's for the match, it's gonna be for the people. Right. But everything, everything this year mattered so much, like, because it just was like, okay, we're we're getting to where we want to be, little little by little. Yeah, I feel like for the most part, even this last weekend alone, like, and this weekend coming up, even the weekend prior to that everything just felt like it mattered like whether it was trios against the shook crew and max caster or having him walk us out the next time because that's a crazy cosign and just getting that cosign from him was just amazing and humbling as well because he didn't have to do that at all he didn't have to do any of what he did for us that night um and like i'm forever grateful even just making our song and putting like heart and soul into our song years ago like we forever appreciate that too and um and I was going to attend, but everything was important to the Briscoes private party match, to, you know, um, the tournament in C4 in Canada, to being picked to be in the T4 for IWTV tag titles. You know, everything, everything, Super 8, everything feels freaking important and it's great. It's crazy. There's, there, there's so much to talk about. So, you know, like there really is. And like the fact that, again, because I know you guys so long, there's so much to talk about. So let's go back to this because like, you know, you touch base with Matt Travis. And I definitely want to talk about this because this is a very special moment for me to watch. Um, and I talked about it when Charles Mason was on this podcast. I mean, like I talked about it with a lot of people. It comes up a lot on this podcast. Violence and suffering. When you guys did for Matt Travis and the the main event <laughs> pun intended uh <laughs> the main event with you guys and that was for him and you know like i always say like this was such a special show and with all you guys in it and like you guys were having fun and dancing and and you know like you know even at the end like sitting all together in the ring and the fans were you know um you know having your moment of silence and you know stomping on on the the ring the fans were all into it it was such a special special moment and it always stays and god this was like a couple of years ago you know and four years ago my god no 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 i lied i lied it was three like three, three no. years ago and it three. snowed that day i remember like driving in in the snow um trying to find parking all that stuff but that was one of my favorite violence and suffering shows um just for like feeling it whether you're a heel whatever whatever it is it was all for maddie and you know like i say it's so important that those are the moments too that the bonds that you guys have and you're having fun and you're doing it for that and you know the the hula hoop banging into the camera the camera like knocked over on the stage yeah. like this just sticks out to me like so much it's one of my favorite matches hands down I, so that that match um i just remember like orlando i reached out to ken and i was with ken so he reached out to ken and He's asking Ken, like, you know, what, like, how does he want to go about, like, this match? And I, I, I'm a little hazy on the details, mm -hmm. but I remember the big parts. And I remember it was, like, me and Ken talking, and we both decided to, like, how can we have, like, this very special match that will never happen again? Because right. the match will never happen again. Nope. That match is happening again. Yeah. But it was a how can this match be done and who should be involved and you know who meant so much to maddie 
and not taking away from anyone else that because Maddie meant a lot to so much and a lot meant to him. But so it's not taking away from that. But in this specific scenario, it was dropped on us and this is how we felt. And we put that match together. And I just remembered like calling the match was a breeze. And I just remembered just all of us thinking this match is not like we're we're just gonna go bat crazy. The psychology might not be there, but we're not worried about none of that. We're just thinking about what would he like, what would he laugh at, what would he like. It didn't matter if it was good, bad. Like we just wanted things that he enjoyed. Yeah, like as if as if we were in the dojo, and like he's watching us and all the practice matches, and the old school underground glory vibe, like. How do we put that vibe into, like, a pro wrestling match? And it was just so fun. There's so many things that happened there that was just like, oh, my God. Like like you said, the hula hoop, when Mason throws the hula hoop and it goes around the camera like that game and Jay Jordan from out of nowhere <laughs> saves the, the camera. Like, it was just so much things and it meant so much to us to be able to share the ring with, with Ken Broadway. Nolo Catano, New York Wrecking Crew, um, Charles Mason, Evander James, and to have that moment after, like, it was just so real. Like, we didn't, obviously not, like, it's not planned. Right. But I remember after the match, we all just felt this, like, that was, we just knew after that, we all kind of wanted to move on from the situation. But, like, as far as not talking about it with the wrestling world anymore. Yeah. And we just felt like this was it. Like, and we're grateful for it. And even now, like, sometimes we, we look back and we're like, God, what a best this match is. But <laughs> we all got hurt. We all got hurt. We all got, we all got hurt. We all got hurt in that match. Like, it was just reckless stuff, but it was it was fun. It was fun, yeah. But that's why I say that's what, it's, like, such a... It's nice every once in a while to see like you not that you guys aren't having fun doing your matches. I'm not I'm not taking that away from, you know, any match or whatever like that. But it was different. You know, you could you could see it, you know, that it was very, very different. That's why like every time it pops up on my timeline, you guys know I'm clipping, I'm I'm tagging you guys. Like because it it was just such a cool moment to like be there, watch that and, and just like it, watch it, you guys. Because I don't have the I lost the footage of that match. I got, I gotta find it. YouTube, is yeah. that YouTube? I've lost the footage of that match, but I will. I would also love to see how much we've grown from that match yeah. too. I gotta find that, the. I gotta find the clips. Like, uh, I'll, I'll find it. And I'll send you some of the clips. I obviously like, I don't have a full match, but I have clips. I have where you know no, Mason right, right. threw the hula hoop at the camera. <laughs> I good clips though. So. <laughs> Good stuff, good stuff. I gotta, I gotta repost that. I post it every once in a while. It was just, you know, like I said, this was a very important match that I had to bring up on this podcast. So, um, so let me see. There's a bunch of stuff in the chat. I know, I know, you guys are dying for me to talk about Miracle Generation. Just wait, <laughs> just wait, okay? Oh boy, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. I want, I want to talk this, and then I'll grab some of the stuff into the chat. So, couple we have to get there. What? <laughs> Do we have to get there? I don't really want to talk about them. Oh, <laughs> like, damn. All right. Well, okay. Well, let's. let's are they let's, even let's... worth talking about? Oh, like. <laughs> All right. 
I, I guess we're gonna go there because people are saying stuff in the in the chat. So Johnny wants to know: Are you guys becoming heel in wrestling open? I notice more intense style for you guys. I, I wouldn't say that. I would say we're just trying to take what we rightfully what rightfully also is. We're taking what's ours. We we we've been at open, you know, since episode one, and it's just like I wouldn't say we're going heel, but I would say like we're just trying to focus on the goal more because every time we get this close it's just always like i don't know what happens it just slips away from us same thing discovery gauntlet discovery the eliminator cup and the eliminator cup really the one that's like haunting right now because that's just like it's fresh it's fresh the the no dq match with brick city boys you know yeah, like I, I still got hit with a brick, and I, I haven't, you know, ran into. I haven't gotten to take out my frustration. It's just I'm, no I'm preparation. No, fundamentally prepared now because obviously there's something that Lion and I are lacking or and missing that's not helping us get there, and now it's just trying to find what that is. Well, there, there you have it. So, but you guys got to tune in this Thursday. Uh, you know, it's gonna be a great. I mean, I wish I could come up, but I'll be watching on IWTV. I mean, but you guys, like, you guys had so many matches with them. I mean, I've even seen you at Grind wrestle them. I seen that in person. Shout out to Rip Bison. I love that promotion as well. Uh, so I'm looking forward to watch the most recent um, Grind show too. Uh, John says, "Damn right, main event. Them titles are yours." Onward, baby. Oh yeah. So. You know, um, Miracle Generation, they're special. Yeah. And um, the reason why every match we've had with them are special is because they're the younger version of us. You know, like. That's at least how we look at it. Because they remind us so much of us when we were at that stage. Yeah. The between them and us is they've actually, they, they found it a, a bit faster than us. And all the all kudos to them. That's 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 what you should do when you're in the position that you're given. Yeah. But they are very talented, and I will never take anything away from them. I think they they've they've earned everything that they've gotten. It was never given to them. They've earned what they've gotten, and that's why they're where they are now. I feel like this is gonna be the fight forever for you guys with them. I definitely feel like right now they are they are our our counterpart, for sure. Yeah, because this whole year doesn't matter. Uh, you know, when people look back ten years from now, and they look at the first year of wrestling open when it's huge, even bigger than it is now. You know, they're gonna think Miracle Generation versus Main Event when it comes to the aces of the tag team division at Wrestling Open. From and, and we've been through war with the, those guys, man. Like from from, you know, we went to double double like a, a time limit draw. Yeah. We went to main eventing the Palladium for the first time ever, at Wrestling Open, and, and we've ripped it with them at Grind. So they definitely are our fight forever. Yeah. And no, and no match is the same. We really yeah. bring the best out of each other. And we studied, we all, and I know they're studying us and our past matches the past, past few weeks, but we study each other 
and no match. If you look at all three matches, no match is the same. Legit, 100%. I'll bet all my money on it. Oh, I agree. 100% agree. It's just one of those things. And and I feel that's important, and I've had that conversation with a lot of wrestlers on this podcast, that sometimes I could kind of know, like, you know, the moveset that happens with a lot of wrestlers and someone like me that comes and supports like you guys and come to like different multiple promotions, like don't want to see the same thing. Even if you're wrestling the same kind of people, if people are promoters and not bringing in other talent also. So sometimes I'll see like the same matches over and over again. So I don't want to see the same exact match that I saw at a promotion a that's going to be at promotion B. Right. So but I, I think this, this Thursday, we we definitely we want something. They have something that we want. They have something that we feel should be ours. And you know, this Thursday we're gonna see what happens. But I'm pretty sure that the greatest show in professional wrestling is gonna come out on top because you can't have miracles forever, man. Miracles only come like once in a while. Yeah. And listen, at the end of the day, this is the real finals of the Eliminator Cup tournament because we know everybody knows. That we would have blown through everybody the same way Miracle Generation did. The winner of that, the winner of our match between Miracle Gen and main event, I think everyone knew that one of those teams was going all the way. It's main, it was main event of the Palladium for a reason. That was a damn good one. So you guys can check that out. IWTV. Tune in this Thursday. Here it is. I got the graphic for you guys this Thursday. Let's freaking go. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for round one million <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> With you guys. I love it. I love it so much. So, ready. So. Champion. They are. <laughs> oh man all right so let's let's talk about some promo- I, i'm gonna get you guys questions in the chat also so but there were certain things i wanted to co- make sure i cover all right so you know again there's so many promotions out there that you guys made so many waves at gcw pizza party pro limitless uh catalyst wrestling full faith wrestling these are just some of the promotions that you guys have like worked you know so you know anything again that like you know sticks out to you that you want to share maybe some other promotions because i know somebody said that in the chat like where would you like to work you know where's like one of your favorite promotions to work maybe it's the fan base wise well i know um a couple of promotions on our list is uh because we're trying to you know move towards the midwest and and the west coast we definitely want to hit defy prestige um aw um west coast pro we're trying to get into um who doesn't want to work pwg like there's, there's so many places like this so indie wrestling is freaking huge man and germany like definitely we want to hit germany WXW. i, I want to go overseas i want to do a tour in germany i want to do a tour in japan or i want to work in japan or i want to train in japan something i just want to do something something to expand our knowledge our iq our in-ring uh, as far as promotions, I, I want to, you know, I, we want to wrestle for Warrior Wrestling, Warrior Wrestling, um, Smash Wrestling in Canada. Yeah. Um, he said Prestige, West Coast, all those companies. He said like there's so much company, but we're we're Pro definitely to find a way to the West Coast because we love the East Coast, but we don't want to get stuck here. Yeah. 
and no one wants to get stuck. And I love everything we're doing here, and I'm grateful for everything we're doing here with companies like Limitless and Beyond and Wrestling Open and House of Glory, and, like, the list goes on. There's yeah, so- these were our dream promotions a little more than a year ago. Like, pandemic, we're like, yo, we made this list, and always, like, and, and I've been saying I want to be a part of the Beyond Locker Room for eons, eons. And limitless. Those are and C four. Those are like you know, those were our spots. And now it's like okay, we accomplished this. Let's get even bigger, and then even bring those eyes from outside onto a platform that everybody already knows. Everybody knows limitless. Everybody knows beyond. Everybody knows hog. But let's even add more stock and value to these companies because people always say that the indies dried up, and it didn't. There's so much talent. There's so much of us. It's just people aren't watching. So sometimes we gotta go out. We gotta bring the eyes back when they say, "Oh my God, this tag team's so great. Where have they been? I've been killing it in the East Coast." Yeah. Just watch. Yeah. And there's plenty more than just us. Yeah. The tag team wrestling booming. Whoa, it whoa. is. It's it's insane. It is, and it's because of you know there's teams like, like Miracle Gen and MSP, us waving pearls, pearls, and like I think. This is going to sound crazy, but I like to think that we were all at, like, the forefront of this resurgence of indie tag team wrestling. Like, at least in the Northeast. At least in the Northeast. Because I know that, like, we all take this so much, so serious. Like, wrestling is, it's not just something to come in. It's not a throwaway match. It's not, like, something where you could just have two single matches in them. Like, there's... There's the way there's an art to everything. There is an art to tag team wrestling. And um, I just know that there's more guys out there like us that also love this. Yeah. So I just tell people, you got to look. You got to watch. You got to look for, for people. You got to give people a chance. Because and the thing is, all these teams have so much different, so many different things to offer. It's just a beautiful thing. Sorry, I cut you off. Go ahead, go ahead. No, you're good, bro. Like you're good. Like uh, you could take over whenever, but this, this, and the the West is killing it too. Like you got teams like Bang Bros out there. Like they, there's tag team wrestling is alive. Or West Coast Wrecking Crew, Fly Def, yeah, tag team called C4. That's disgusting. Like you know, we want we want hands with them too. What's up? Like you know, <laughs> this is why the fans play a role. Tag your favorite promotions. Tell them you want to see them. It happens. If it, if a lot of people are tagging the promotions, then the promotions are going to be like, oh, why do we keep getting tagged with this tag team or whatever or this wrestler that we want to see? It happens sometimes. So Alex Cologne has talked about that on this podcast. So make sure you put those tags. I know there's a lot of people even like UK that listen to this podcast. Tag your well, favorites. Make, make it happen. Make it happen. All right. Let me give some love in this chat, and then I'm going to do some fan questions. Uh, Zach says, do either of you have any aspiration to do a singles match? If so, who would be each of your ideal dream singles opponent? I mean, Lion and I have talked about this. We, I think we have dream scenario, like, single matches. So, like, I know for me, I would love to be part of For the Culture. And have a singles match at for the culture yeah. uh, against who it, it could literally be anyone because there's so many talented people out there yeah and me on an indie level like i'm i'm very physical and i know i'm starting to show little like little sides of it in certain ways like i know 
mostly with guys bigger than me. I get to show my physicality. Um, but like I like I said, I have a martial arts background. I'd love to do blood sport one day when I feel like it's ready. The time is, you know, time is right. Like I love the art of grappling. Like I do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I'm I'm a brown belt in karate. Um, and like I train under under Hanzo Gracie's school. You know, when I can, when I'm healthy, and I, I took a couple months off because I'm healing from some injuries. But and it's a hell of a camp that they have there. And I just I love MMA. Um, I always have. So I would love to do that or have a Japan style match with someone like Samoa Joe or, you know, someone that could give me that like that Kobashi Misawa kind of like mm. vibe, you know, like cause I love I love the hard hitting stuff. I love the suplexes. I love the kicks. Of course, I love co- tag team wrestling and it's a whole different world. But, you know, it's just I like I, I like just like the vibe mm. of that, you know, Ooh. but. Don't don't get it twisted. We we can hold ourselves yeah. in single yeah, competition. Like we're 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 tag team specialists, but we can hold our own singles. Oh, yeah. I believe you can. I definitely and our believe you can. Thing, our whole thing with with doing anything in a singles capacity, it's not that we're breaking up. You know what I'm saying? Or we would break up. It's just we would want to do something to make our brand stronger. Yeah. Like you see, Eel and you see Jordan Blade is a perfect example of two singles wrestlers who also have tag team, who um you know tag team bookings as well. And you just want to be able to be in any position and fill any void in any role and just absolutely murder it on any capacity. That's that's it. That's that's really all it is. Yeah, Main yeah. event is going nowhere. We are the greatest show in professional fucking wrestling. You said I could curse. Yeah, you're right. good. So you know what? I <laughs> we, When we mean come one, come all, it's not just opponents. It's, it's anything in life, you know? like that i feel like you know you were saying all that like i'm seeing i'm feeling like a matt mikowski or travis huckleby let's go like single yeah, i would love to work those guys you know but right now our goal is tag team wrestling like Absolutely. those iwtv tag team belts we were talking about them years before they even came Here. about every tag team has you know like oh we're all hating like why the iwtv title so important what about tag team wrestling yeah. well jerry freaking finally listened <laughs> And then watch the product. Shout out to Jerry from IWTV. Hell yeah. We want those damn belts. Because <laughs> what people don't know is when we beat Miracle Generation this Thursday, we're back in the tournament. We're back in the T4. Ooh, Eliminator cool. Cup, that's great. Four. Bigger picture. The T4. You know? Sorry, I just got to bring it back to that. No, you're good. You know, it's funny you were saying how, like, you know, tag teams and, like, that you guys can hold your own, you know, and talking about, you know, having singles, which reminds me of AEW. We're going to touch AEW because you guys got to be on Dark, you know, also. And, like, which which is so amazing. And that was one of the things that I really liked about AEW is just because you're a tag team doesn't mean that you can't hold your own in a singles and that they were putting people in singles matches and I feel like that gives that ability to like see more of what one person can do absolutely so so but talk to us a little bit about AEW tell us your experience like we need you back there like what's up AEW I, I don't know you know, it, it's listen. It's all it's all timing. Yeah. I, I, okay. I agree. I, I'm grateful for just the experience. Uh-huh. Like that was really it. Like we went there, of course, like with high hopes of like you know what if they bring us back. But we initially went there like let's just kill it. Let's just focus on these four days or whatever days they give us, and whatever happens after that, 
we just take it with us and learn. Yeah. And, you know, to be able to to go there, and this is our first time doing any type of extra work. So to be able to go there and really just like learn how shows run and speak to the people that we got to speak to and get feedback from people like Cody Rhodes and, you know, feedback from Santana and Ortiz or feedback from FTR. FTR. Oh my God. Like, and I just remember, you know, we didn't know anything that was happening. We didn't know if we were even going to wrestle. It was just like, hey, we need you here as an extra. Being here as an extra can mean we just need you for crowd work. And we, we look at the board and we see us versus SCU. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is match number one. And then we think that's it, too. And we think that's SCU and done. And we went out there and, you know, I, to be able to share the ring with Daniels and Kazarian, two TNA originals, that also came up with red <clears throat> that was just special within itself and um then the next day i go and he's not lion's not with me and i go there and i look at the the list for the match and i say oh my god um i gotta go find lion and i go to lion and he's like so what's up i'm like well we're wrestling today and he goes well who are we wrestling and i was like ftr and he's just laughing. The F we're not. <laughs> I'm like, cool. I'm like, bro, I'm, I'm serious. I'm, I'm serious. And he's like, all right, I need to see because you're playing pranks on me. And he comes back to me. And I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. He goes, bro. And I was like, I know. And I said, wrestling F and FTR. <laughs> so, and I think out of all the matches, this one meant the most to us. Yeah. And, um... For so many reasons, like, it was already nerve-wracking being there. But now to go there and be in the ring with two people that we, at this point, idolize in tag team wrestling. Because I said the Usos are the best. But I think there's three best. And the three best are Usos, FTR, and the Briscoes. Those are the three best right now. That you can say, who's the best? And if you give those three answers, you're right. Yeah, absolutely. So, FTR, I'm just like, oh, my God. And they taught us so much just from so little. They have no idea, too. Like, that's the way I saw them work with Lion in the ring. And and just, like, even little things happening in the match that weren't supposed to happen. Like, his mask falling off. That wasn't planned. That just happened. And to go in the back and for them to come up to us and say, thank you for everything. And then the next day people are telling us that FTR spoke highly about us. I can't ask for anything more, but say, thank you. And, um, then we wrestled Jurassic express and we wrestled FT, um, um, dark. And for us, it was like, we wrestled the, the top teams in AEW. Like, even if it was just a dark, quick, dark match, like, we got, we stepped foot with all the top teams at that point in time. And did our job. And did our job. And with a smile on our face, and I'll do it again with a smile on my face. And it's not even a fake smile. We were really happy. Like, I was extremely happy to be there because inner kid me would have been so proud. That's just, I wanted to wrestle since I was eight years old. I've known that since eight. So I just remember that feeling and just being like, wow, like if I could go back in time and tell eight year old Midas 
hey, just know whatever you want to do that you're thinking about, you're going to do it yeah. and more. I wish I could do that. It was amazing. I remember like watching in like Zoom because uh, this is like during the pandemic too. So it was like watching it with friends and it was like it's so awesome to like see you guys and, you know, watching social media like going off about it like i get really excited when people get to like work at aw um yeah i always ask everybody's experience with it it's such a great thing what they did during like the pandemic to give you guys like these opportunities and still going with it now so i'd love to see you back it'll be great so bring bring it on bring them back <laughs> all right let's get to some of these fan suites here okay so this one's from brad he says you guys trained under the ogs of the new york indie scene are there any tag teams from that time that aren't around anymore that you would like to work or any two single wrestlers you team up to take on in a tag match i would love to face the hit squad oh from that work time. with them separately but like what we feel right now is our prime. If we would have had them at their prime and like, you know, like the, not even just the old, you know, ROA CZW, cause they had a little good run years later. Um, you know, Santana and Ortiz always used to say that like that his squad match for them was like it. And like, I want that. I want that, I like, you know, if we could go back in time that his squad, cause as I said, we worked both of them separately and it's been good experiences. Um, and we love uh, Moff and, and Monster Mac. Um, but yeah, that's that's it. Yeah. I I would love to face. Um, and I think you'll agree with me. Um, the 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 OG, the real OG SAT. Oh yeah. Um, with with Red, I would love that. I would also love to face Red and Brian XL. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Man, what a time that was. We want to wrestle, honestly. Like, oh, oh, and I definitely want JT Dunn and Chris Hero. That's, that's yeah. Oh, yeah. Even though it's a little further, like. Yeah. It's, but, it's, it's, I know, but I, that's all, like, those two, yeah. those two eras were just so, like, perfect. And, it, and if we could hit the era before ours that we didn't really get a chance to touch, it'd be Private Party 2v2, like, and EYFBO for sure. Because those two teams had a very, very big influence on um, just our whole indie career, where we go, who we are, how we, like, how the psychology behind. We, how we, we, try, we tried to take what we felt was the blueprint of Private Party and the blueprint of LAX. Mm-hmm. And not even trying to, like, rip them off because we were just trying to be, like, the things that they did right and how we could make it ours. And their versatility, their synergy with each other. I think they were perfect counterparts because they had the perfect tag synergy in their own sense and style. Mm -hmm. And um, they were just on top of their game. And I was just like, they are tag team wrestling. Like, like this is what tag team wrestling, this is the excitement it should bring. The emotion it should bring. I feel like these are perfect names. Just I know I cut you off. I'm sorry, but I know Sky listens in the chat, and she's always looking for recommendations. And all these names that you listed are definitely, you know, people that you should be watching their matches and learning and studying from. 
because like you just see the passion from these two talking about all these names and if you want to like get better in your ability of wrestling all these names are perfect to research and the funny thing is they're more than just moves and the moves are creative from all of us like i don't know something about the the new york you know um wrestlers all of us have innovative and given to pro wrestling in one way or another but you know there was personality behind that from all that whole like East Coast era in the 2000s to the private parties and EYFBOs and now to us. And we feel like we carry that flag, that burden. And we are, and I don't care like what tag team or what up and coming tag team, we are a fucking New York tag team wrestling. And nobody's taking that from us anytime soon while we're on the Indies. Yeah, like, it's, you know, there's a, there's a nice lineage of New York wrestling and we could go down like the whole list from Red to Low Key to Brian XL to Homicide, but to LAX to Private Party. But like, this is where we are now. And I love that the old, the New York OGs are actually still around. Yeah. These are guys I looked up to. And to be able to like have the, 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 I forgot to mention Reefer. He'll oh, kill yeah. me. Love Reefer. <laughs> love Reefer. Gotta get him on this pod. Eddie Kingston, too, man. Yeah. Eddie Kingston, yes. He'll also kill us if we didn't mention him. But that's just, it just goes to show you that that lineage yeah. is just so much. And to be able to be part of that lineage and continue to keep it growing with people like us and Evander and, and Montekia and, and Nolo Catano and Charles Mason, like this is an encore. Encore is another one that's just, you know, he's up and killing it. Yeah, even Michael Fane too, and and Joey Sweet Cheek Silver, you know. New York, New York wrestling is growing, and it's not. It doesn't stop at Hog. It goes to Create a Pro yeah. also. Like, oh oh yeah, Shook Crew, New York talent, and um, to be able to be part of that lineage and to have the respect of these OGs, so it, it's not like we're just saying it from our butt. Yeah, but we have the respect of OGs like Low Key and Homicide and. I'm grateful for that because without them, I wouldn't know what New York wrestling is. And we can't begin to know what indie wrestling is if we don't even know what our own state is. Hell yeah. Yeah, lineage and history is so essential and important, you know. I think that's one of the things I also like about Wrestle Open that I came, that I started coming up. Because then I started running into a whole bunch of people that I haven't even seen from New York. Johnny Santos and like, yeah. you know, Brother Greatness and like yeah. all these, these are all names that like I see. So like coming up there, I was seeing like the best of a bunch of worlds colliding in Massachusetts. Um, so it's such a beautiful thing. All these names and it's like Monster Max been on this podcast. Like there's so, so many names. Like it's, it's, it's amazing. It's like it's, it's a testament to wrestling open yeah. being a proven platform for past, present and future. Yeah. Legit. Yeah. And the white school is just special, man. It is. It is. Make sure you got, if you can get there, get your butt there. (laughs) We got the best tag team locker room. Yeah. Like, I think we're the best tag team division in the indies that I've seen so far. And if someone can combat that, I suggest them talk to Wrestling Open about that. They can also talk to us about that, but that's a Wrestling Open problem. But I stand (laughs) by what I said. We have the greatest or the best tag team division currently in independent preach i believe that too all right more fan tweets this one's from dom he goes when is main event coming back to chaotic (laughs) tell your tell your boss 
So Chase. someone should talk to Chase. You know. Tell your boss, Dom. Talk you to your boy. We'll, we'll clip this. We want this. those belts, bro. Like we want those belts. You know. I just want to go back, period. But yeah. I, I, I just want to do everything. I want to yeah. go out there. I want to take everything. I want to bring everything back to the circus. I want to deliver the greatest show in professional wrestling just everywhere. Like, that's just... Yeah. Okay, this this one's a fun one. This one wasn't on Twitter. This one actually was said on my podcast with an interview. So this one comes from Tyree Taylor. He I... Got... <laughs> <laughs> he goes... <laughs> he goes... He goes, how does it feel to share your name with T-M-E? <laughs> I was like, damn, I was like, we got to talk about this. So I'm glad he brought it up because you guys finally got to meet. You guys got to wrestle. I'm glad I got to watch that. <laughs> Shout out to T-M-E, man. Um, they're great. They're awesome. And they're it's hilarious because like, it's not like any of we didn't know about each other. Like, yeah. They were they went by another team name, and I think they changed their name for whatever reasons they changed it, and they were the main event, and then two weeks later, we were the main event, and we're two weeks apart. Like they took the name by two weeks, but what I love about it, this is gonna answer Tyree's question, and I think Lion kind of agree or add on. What I love about it is that you have two main events out here separately killing it in their own way there's nothing similar about us there's nothing the same about us the only thing that's the, the same is the passion and the intensity that we both bring i have nothing but great things to say about them i think they're dope they work hard they're family men they're they, freaking ripped they they're do freaking it. ripped they're awesome. So, Tyree, how do I feel about that? I feel like it's a good thing. But I also feel like if it ever came down to it, there might be potential match that couldn't happen. I'm not saying it will. I'm not saying. I'm just saying in the universe, anything can happen. And I'm pretty sure everyone has thought these guys have to wrestle for the name. They just have to. And the thing is, right now, we're able to, to co-exist. And I think it should be like that. But if there's ever a point in time, you never know. Never Maybe know. we might be up for it. It just has to be, you know, right platform, right timing, right everything. Right everything. But I love those guys. And I'll work with them anytime. And who? maybe we don't have to change the name. Maybe we could just be this big, super main event. That'd be yeah. cool. Like a faction. Like a big faction. faction. And we'll Ooh. be mid X2. I don't know. Ooh. I like it. By the or, way, yeah. Kylon King's in the chat. He goes, uh, you thought I was feeling you? <laughs> yeah, bro, you just came to like just watch us talk. You love us that much? Get out of here. He wants to hear our secrets for Thursday. You know we're winning, right? <laughs> I'm going to spit in your mouth. Of course he knows that. That's why he's in here listening. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm going to move on to the next. Unless he wants to add to it, but I will grab him. Kai, go ahead, go ahead. Cut him off. Cut him off. Cut him off. Cut him off. He, he go, you a munch. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Walk behind your little keyboard, you keyboard warrior. Oh, next. 
Continue, Tiffany. He's being okay. Cool. We're gonna go. We're gonna go to the fan tweet from John. He goes, "You got any plans to get back your MBK tribute bands or your content with letting the rep uh, punk you out?" He asked that, and I actually answered mm-hmm. it before. A freebie, so, but a free. we're asking the question again. Yeah, but thanks yeah. for coming, baby. We, we did on the podcast. We did get it back. We never any. We we don't let anyone punk us. So to answer your question, no, we are not content. We got them back. No one's a punk. Shout out to the rep. <laughs> yeah. And who knows? Maybe, maybe you'll get to see the rep beat on us a little bit in the Super Eight. Because who knows what those brackets are? So. You want to see us get beat by the rep? Maybe you'll have your yeah, chance. Rep, rep, rep is in the Super 8 Cup, and we are Super 8 Cup, so. You know, and they're tough SOBs. You know what I mean? So, um, <laughs> respect to the rep, because they're the most underrated tag team in independent wrestling. Yes. So, Those you know, boys. get their flowers. Damn, Kyle, he goes, I'll hop in this shit right now. Listen. <laughs> There's a time and place for that. Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> Thursday. All right, let's see. Let's let's do this funny one from Good Cop, Bad Cop. He goes, with main event being an anagram of event amen, what show have you been at that at the end it was so good you just felt like saying amen? Or what show went so bad that you felt like praying? <laughs> you know uh, I'm going to say the good. You want to do the good one? The good, yeah, because, you know, being that – Freaking Kai wants to be a be rude and everything's about him. I do want to say it was special when fans were throwing money in the ring after the Palladium. At the end of the day, that doesn't get talked about enough. Yeah. And you know that 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 was a moment. You know, it's sad we're gonna have to crush him this Thursday, but you know that was a moment. I am. It's it's work. It's business. You know, business. Um, bad moment line. You might have to help me out here because it's just so. Yeah. <laughs> oh god many i really don't can't even think of one maybe i'm That's the optimist problem. i can't think of one like um, i am an optimist because we try to anytime we have bad moments we try to really tuck it away yeah and just forget it happened yeah all right so we'll we'll, we'll forget it don't forget it. we're keeping positive we're keeping positive but here, sir so. you need church you need jesus for asking a question. <laughs> i hope you are you know taking your vitamins saying your prayers Definitely a brother greatness fan. You know, um, <laughs> what is it? Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal. And you don't send main events some weird ass questions because, you know, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I actually love that question. I right? do like the question. It's very yeah, creative, yeah. man. Yeah, I love a oh, shout out to Good Cop, Bad Cop. Very awesome people. He loves giving them. AJ Onyx, what's going on? Oh, man. Look at that. You guys are they getting attacked by the, last week. by the full We have rumor. the better J. Oh my God! I have the better. Ooh, he said mid event. <laughs> Your mother. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Um. <laughs> can't deal. Uh, but as to touch base for even like the money being thrown in the ring, I love that I've been seeing that a lot more like the last year in wrestling. GCW, I've been seeing it. Like I, I think it's so awesome because I remember like the first time that I saw it, I was like. Why is this happening? <laughs> I didn't know. You know? Like, again, there's so much wrestling out there you don't know. And then, like, Brad, my best friend Brad, he started explaining to me that it's, like, you know, like a Japanese thing that they throw money into the ring. And I was like, that's awesome. I was like, because I feel like I want to do that with a lot of matches that I see. Oh, Tiff, if you were there Thursday, I'd tell you to throw money in the ring for us, you know? 
We deserve it every time, damn it. We deserve it every time. No, just oh kidding. my god, Lion was getting this. <laughs> I just saw just one, man. I'm just saw one. All right, I, I owe all four of you a dollar, okay? Like, I'm just saying. I will, I will reimburse you that dollar. Oh shit. Throw it at us, and then you know what? Like, we'll give it back. You know what? Uh, yeah. Dustin's in the chat now. He said mid event. I'm glad I can inspire y'all all the way from the house. <laughs> Thank you, Wrestle Ronnie, so much for all the love. Much appreciated. Uh, let me see. Did I get this? So, Kyle and Sanama whooped that ass for Mama Onyx. Damn, like, it's serious. <laughs> Yo, for Mama Onyx, bet. So, Thursday's match is not only for the titles, it is for Mama Onyx. Got you. <laughs> I'm dead. All right, all right. So, this is a fun question. I like to ask, like, the tag teams that go on here. So, if you guys were to wrestle each other right now, who's winning? And this guy's going to cheat. You're going to cheat. I like following the rules. I'm winning, though, but I'm not going to cheat. You're going to cheat. You're going to cheat. I'm not gonna cheat. I'm gonna win though. Oh damn. Damn. Jay said, Can I go easy on him Thursday? I'm gonna finish him off. Damn. What what is going on? Listen, they it's just simple. Last week, we wrestled. We beat the Haven. They're mad. This week, we're gonna wrestle. We're gonna beat Miracle Gen. We're gonna take the trophies, and we're gonna be the tag team champions of wrestling open. This is like, you know, like, we're going to beat the whole Miracle Generation. That's it. And in two weeks. In the span of, like, in, in the span of two weeks. And, you yeah. know, if Ichiban wants a mask versus mask match while he's at it, I'm going to take his shit just like Channing did. I'm going to take your mask, Ichiban. I'll take that. Saying, like, they, 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 they're creating, it's, it's just business. Wins and losses. I, I don't know what to tell them, man. I really don't know what to tell them. They, they're thinking that we, like, disrespect that, I don't know, they, they, they seem to think that we've lost our way. It's just, I don't know what to tell them. We're turning it up a level. Maybe they can't handle the heat. I don't know what to tell them. Like, guys, get over it. Let's wrestle this Thursday. May the best man win, right? That's how it's supposed to go. Let's do it. I'm here for it. Let's freaking go. Oof. Okay, so uh, I, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll move on. I, mean, I don't know. I feel like more stuff's going to come into the chat. Oh, you're, uh, <laughs> Tiffany, you're doing a great job. <laughs> Where's Mr. James? I feel like I deserve a gold star right now. Like, if I had one, I would give you one. <laughs> All right. Let's do, let's do a question that's dear to my heart on this podcast. I can't. I can't with the chat with freaking Kylon and Jay. I can't right now. You guys, all right, all right, all right, let's do this because I feel it's such an important thing because I created the whole wrestling with positivity. Uh, so I want to hear from you guys because you know, there's so many fans out there, you know, like there's there's so much negative in the world of wrestling, you know, I have to focus on the positive between fans, you know, wrestlers, all that stuff like that. Okay, so is there anything that you guys could share with us? Something that maybe like you've done for a fan, maybe a fan's done for you, maybe you've done for a wrestler, maybe a wrestler's done for you, something that we normally wouldn't know unless you would share this with us. I want to be on the receiving end of it. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I'm weird. I don't like talking about what I've done for other people. 
I just, I would just always talk pay it forward. And, like I don't really like talking about it, but I don't, I don't know what like what's something really cool that's happened to us recently. You know what is really cool? Um, we have it was John as a matter of fact. So John, um, at Wrestling Open, all the time. Like I remember the first time we we met John, John did not like us. <laughs> Damn, John. John was a shook, a shook crew lover. Shout out to Bobby. Shout out to Bryce. I mean, I love shook crew. Shout out to Bobby Jr. And um, he had the Bobby Jr. And we was wrestling Shook Crew and he was just not with us. And then I remember the next week we came out, he loved us. And I was like, oh. And then he he just like kind of like he became a fan. He supported us and he bought a shirt. And he would always bring out a shirt and rep it like a flag. Every time we wrestled, he would wave that shirt. And we would see him. So there was, like, I believe our, our new shirt had just dropped, and we personally took down his address, and we ordered a shirt for him, and we brought it to him, and we told him to bring us bring it to us at Open, and we'll sign it for him. Now that's his new flag that he reps for us. I've so, seen, yeah, I've seen that at WrestleMan. It's just little little things like that are, you know, why we do this. Or, like, even if I can sit here and and you know, talk to, like, younger kids that look up to us and they're like, wow, like, look at these guys and seeing them leave our, our merch table. They don't have to buy anything, but just knowing that they left off a smile on their face from us just taking a picture with them because we, like, we'll take pictures of everybody. When kids are there, we just find ways to just make a memorable picture. Yeah, we like having fun. Even, like, if it's one of those things where I think we went, we had, like, a dance or, or Midas and... Trayvon had a dance off one time, like yeah, you know, listen, it was it was great. Little, little like Trayvon's that. energy is so electric, you know what I mean. So it was he just had, great. He had a dance off that limitless during intermission for <laughs> everyone to see, and just little things like that. Like I'm not a dancer, <laughs> I'm not a, <laughs> but I'll go out my way to make a fool out of myself to entertain and put people smiles on their faces like that's just why we do this yeah definitely that's funny like you're like oh i don't like you <laughs> that's how it started and but that's that's pretty much the story of our career yeah. like everyone from the get-go i remember the first time we were at hog and um we wrestled tj marconi and brian burgundy and it's it's followed us for this long that when people first see us you you don't know what you're gonna get yeah yeah and you think, oh my god, a gimmicky team, they're gonna be so like ha 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 the whole time, and then you see that we can actually go, and it's like, oh my god, like these guys are actually good, and that's what it is. The beginning, we get looked at and laughed at, by the end of the match, there's cheer, and I welcome everyone that's ever hated us to come like us. I welcome everyone that's ever hated us just to, to try to understand us, and maybe you won't hate us that much, but. For the most part, it's just genuine energy, baby. Like, that's just what it is. Like, the world is too, like you said, it's too small. It's too short for negativity. And there's so much negativity out there. It's so easy to be negative in this world. Right. And as a performer, you got to have thick skin because, you know, just because people <laughs> didn't like us, like, 
it doesn't mean that we're bad or we're like not good wrestlers. It's just we're not their flavor of ice we're cream. Not their flavor of ice cream, baby. and it's totally okay. Like you can hate us, but we're here for a reason. We're here to put on a show, entertain you, and you know we haven't failed at that yet. Thank God. And um, you know we welcome people to like hate us because they end up embracing us anyway. I, man, I don't know how many fans have gone up to us and say, you know what, I like you. Just happened in Canada last week. Just happened. I was middle fingering us. Middle fingers over our face. And at the end of the show, guys are great. Can I buy this shirt? <laughs> like, well, thanks, bud. Closet being a fan. It's all right, you know. No, you I, one I, of love, them. I love the fans' freedom of speech. I love, I love that, and I welcome. And it challenges us. Yeah. It definitely challenges us to to respond. How are we gonna? How am I gonna respond to this? Yeah. I might like so I welcome it, but that's what we're doing with, with Miracle Generation, responding to fans, you know. <laughs> but definitely, the soft, but um, no, um, we just we really do try to be as genuine as possible. Like, I have a daughter now, like, I try to just live a positive life and be that role model for my daughter and you know it it, it 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 takes a lot it's not easy being positive that's what people forget it's not easy you gotta people, really dig like, deep you have to dig deep you have to and you have to be you know strong-minded and strong-willed and, and it takes pro- it takes practice yeah don't just become positive overnight but when you just start to like look at things a little bit and change your point of view it's a little bit better well, I've been day one with you guys. It's amazing to see the growth at it's like watch you guys in the ring. You know, it's funny, like just like certain I don't know, I you know, like everybody's got their cup of tea, right? Like like again, like I like my bridges with toes and things like that. Like Landon Hale, I'm gonna use him as an example. Like when I finally saw him at Chaotic, like I've watched him on IWTV. He moved up to Massachusetts. So I finally got to see him like live. And the first thing I said to him, right? He didn't really know me, right? I was like, damn, you're so fucking clean in the ring, right? And it's like, who goes up to somebody and says something like that, you know? You know, but it it was just something that, like, you know, rubbed off to me that is like, I'm looking, you know, at that. And then it's like, you know, like, you guys, like, of course, like, I see, like, the moves of, like, Amazing Red as being, like, the trainer and just, like, watching, like, the growth and, like, just, like, certain moves that it's like, holy fuck. Like, I could watch this every fucking match of your guys, you know? Like, it's just, like, certain things, and that's why that's why, I, like, you know, I fuck with you guys. Like, I love you guys, like, so much and, you know, all these years, and I finally love to see you guys getting everywhere that you guys are getting. And you know that, because you've seen me, like, so you see me hanging out in, in Atlantic City for GCW, and I ran into you guys, I ran into Midas, and, like, we were, we were talking about it, you know? And it was, like, it's, it's wild, to, to see this trip that you guys are on. So, Absolutely. you know, congratulations, like, to where you guys are. I'm so excited to see where you guys go. Thank, Thank you, too. So, no, you guys know I love you very much. Uh, so let's do another fun question. I know, like, we're going on. There's so much to talk about, so I'm sorry if we're going, like, a little longer than normal. So um, so give us a fun road trip story because you guys are drive together. You know, you take your trips. So something fun that you can share. <laughs> So much, so much. Um, 
Coder! That was one. That was one good. We can't tell that one though, but that one's hilarious. Uh, um, the thing about the car rides is they're all unique. Like, yeah. I remember. Um, wow, I remember oh, so much. With Willow and Marcus. Yeah, like Cam- the border. <laughs> so we got to, we get to see. <laughs> we're going to cross. It's us, Marcus Mathers and Willow, and we're about to enter the border of Canada. And we're not even, like, doing anything wrong. Windows are rolled down, and we're all laughing. Just laughing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I left my Vax card, so, like, and, like the we're trunk, like, ooh, I should get that. We're, like, two two cars behind where they call you in. And they, the, the what's it called? The, the border, the border patrol person yeah. go, stop laughing. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we are laughing hysterically. Like, wow. like we're laughing hysterically. Oh no! Like reprimanding us for laughing, and I'm like, oh my god, we're and we laugh louder <laughs> because <laughs> it's like telling the kids in school, like, stop laughing, and we laugh louder. <laughs> and at this point, he's like really serious. I'm like, oh my god, we're gonna like get helped up because we're laughing. <laughs> and then um, it's just you had to I make a bojo move, right? So like. I like I've anytime we got to Canada, I could just use my ID, right, to get in. I thought you could have the real ID, and that's fine. No, it's the enhanced ID, and I had just learned this, but we're already here, so I'm gonna try to get in. And, and thank God it was successful. And we go give I give my ID to the guy, right? Boy, was this insensitive. <laughs> um, so he's looking at my ID. He's like, hey, so um, you know, uh. He goes, you guys from New York? I said, yeah. He's like, so this is an ID. You don't have an enhanced ID? I said, no, sir. I really thought I would be fine with my real ID. He's like, you know who else had an ID? The Al-Qaeda in 9-11. I'm like, I just opened. Well, sir, oh my God. I was I was in New York when that happened. Like, I, this is all just going through my mind. And I'm like, this guy just called me a terrorist? Like. Oh. Everyone in the car immediately just <laughs> everyone in the car were like this. <laughs> and it was just that quick moment of what is going on and then yeah. just carries on like normal. And I was yeah, like I, thought I was going to Guantanamo Bay for a second. I was scared. Oh god. But, um yeah. There's uh, no joke up there. Yeah, I wouldn't know. No, there, there, no joke up there. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Can't laugh. Can't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> they would hate me. Like, well, I'd be mean, up there, but Every time we go to Canada and we get there, we're like, don't laugh, guys. That's oh, it. The fun is out the window. <laughs> Talk about mood killer. They don't laugh in Canada. Jesus. They don't laugh. Nah, they do. Can- <laughs> Canadians are really nice. Canadians are really nice. They have a great sense of humor. Very cheery people. I'm Our dead. <laughs> oh, Lord. But it was, it, it was, a, it was a, uh, American at the border anyway. Yeah. yeah. And then, like... I don't know, man. It's like I'm pretty sure that ID machines have evolved over the past 21 years, for one. You know, like. Uh, <laughs> weird. Well, that's an interesting story. You know? <laughs> Poor Marcus. He must have been shitting bricks. 19 years old, shitting bricks. <laughs> Marcus, such a freaking. He's a blast, man. Champ. He's so great. He's a good kid. Yeah, he is. Much love to Marcus. Love you so much. All right. So 
I have one final question for you guys. And if anybody else has anything, please feel free. Drop it in the chat. We'll talk about what's coming up and all that other fun stuff. So obviously there's, you know, like I said, there's there's a lot of students that watch my podcast. You know, uh, there's a lot of people that are starting to train or thinking about getting into wrestling. What's a piece of advice that you would give them? Um, My piece of advice would be find not every wrestling school is for everyone. You can go to one place where someone was really successful and it doesn't mean that you're going to be successful. And that's okay. My biggest piece of advice for anyone that wants to do this or is looking to train is make sure it's really what you want to do. Um, because it's hard. it's hard and wrestling in ring is probably the easiest, easiest part. part. Yeah, easiest part. Uh, there's still stuff that Lion and I myself are trying to work on as far as when it comes to our bodies, because you have to take care of your body. You have to be an athlete. You only have one body and this wrestling thing will really take time off your life and damage to your body. Because I, I, I think most of most wrestlers can speak for themselves. I've never been majorly hurt, thank God. But I can tell you that I can't remember the last time I felt ninety nine percent, a hundred percent. Same. We're really banged up. It's also because of our schedules, you know. But I mean, it's not a bad problem to have. It's not a bad problem. It's it's banged up that I can live with. I can live like. But, I my mom asked me. She said, "How how are you feeling like body wise?" And I'm like, you know. In pain some days. Some days I have Batman neck. Sometimes my back is on fire. But I'm fine. But I would give, I would love for one day just to remember what it felt like before I wrestled. How my body felt. But um, my piece of advice is make sure you want to do this. Don't let anyone con you. Because there are a lot of con artists out there. And always trust your instinct and follow what you feel. But make sure you're always real with yourself. Yeah. Because a, a, a wrestling trainer could tell you that this is the way, this is the way. It could have been the way that it worked for them, but it might not be what worked for you. And that's okay. You know, Everyone's uh, path in wrestling is different. No one should be like, oh, oh, he got there before me, but no. It happens differently for everyone. No one should be watching what everyone's doing. No one should be, like, jealous of anyone that got somewhere before them if they started after or whatever. And if you have those questions on, like, like, or you have those hating thoughts or any of that, just work on yourself. There's always something. The answer is always going to start with you. Yeah, like, what helps me is, like, if I'm ever in a down point with wrestling and I have no inspiration, I just watch old wrestling that made me really love it. You know, really love it. Really love tag team wrestling. Like, like I will turn on a private party EYFBO match or, or an amazing red match, and I'll be happy, and I'll be like, this is what I want to emote, you know, what I feel from watching this, you know. And, and also, you know, it's, it's a game of longevity. Some guys might, you know, might get it in a year or two, like Kurt Angle and Brock, but they're collegiate athletes. We're independent wrestlers like the Sami Zayn's and the Kevin Owens and the Young Bucks. All these guys, it took over 10 years, and they paved the way for us. So it might not even take longer than 10 years. 
to get there. But, you know, it's some people, it really takes a long time. It's really a grind. As long as you are in a better spot than you were in yesterday, physically, mentally, and spiritually, that's all that matters. Yeah. And the biggest thing is just hold yourself accountable. Because that's what's, that's what's lacking in wrestling a lot these days, the accountability. Everyone looks, it's so easy to point the finger and blame. It goes on us too. Because there's times where in that moment in our head, we're thinking this went wrong because of this. But then when you really take a, a step back and look, you're like, oh my God, that was me. Like, or I did this wrong. And it's like, you need to be able to hold yourself accountable. That's, that's, that's just the main thing because it's, it's really, really lacking severely. And it was well, wrestling so high school sometimes or drama club too oh, yeah. yeah yeah a lot of that but i think that's such great advice you know there was a lot of different stuff that you guys said that i haven't heard on this podcast so thank you for that and i'm sure a lot of the students you know that listen and would appreciate that because there's a lot of them yeah, that hey, do hey, it. hey real quick too mm -hmm. well, but guys like our, our, we try our best to like answer people so like anyone that's aspiring and like truly like really serious about it we're really open like you guys can reach out to us outside of this interview and we will give you like real like real responses like of how like just what to expect mm -hmm. because everything is it's a, it's a crazy world yeah and it might not be like instantly like you know i know like there's certain people that hit me up and i'm sorry i just don't get to it that fast because you know we have our real lives too but um you know we are all about paying it forward and wanting to make sure that we leave wrestling in a better place than it, you know we found it also yeah not, not that it again, like, just, would it be doing, you know? just don't ever feel like you can't come up to us mm -hmm. like we we are very approachable and we love wrestling so much that like he said we want to pay it forward because yeah. it's what people have done for us and it's just what people need to continue to do it's nice to see even like the generations behind you too of like you know what's gonna be right the future that wrestling's always constantly growing you know like here it is i'm 40 so it's like you know watching back then in the 90s is completely different to you know what it turned into today so right. and i'll probably be 70 still watching wrestling and it'll probably be way different than it is now <laughs> Yeah, and I and I never want to approach wrestling with the oh man, like it's not what it used to be. Yeah. Like, you know, I just I just it's, love what I like, love what I watch. Yeah. Adapt. You just gotta adapt. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. So, all right. So let's talk again. Let's talk about what's coming up. Obviously, the big kicker on this podcast is uh, this Thursday. So I have it up here for you guys. So you guys versus Miracle Generation. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm. Just shutting my mouth. Pretty much. <laughs> Just shutting my mouth. Either way, I'm fucked either I'm fucked either way. So it's like So you yeah. know when we win the championships and we're back in the T four. Got you. Yeah. In the hot seat tip, so I suggest you keep your thoughts to yourself. I'm keeping them to myself. I ain't getting in trouble with all four of you. I'm good. No. You have like this you love both of us and I get it, so I do. I love you all. Like, again, you know, I know you guys for years. And, you know, Miracle Generation, I found this year. So, like. Get it. Get it. They're the new flavor. They're hot right now. <laughs> flavor of the month, baby. Flavor of the month. But, you know, we're uh, here for the long haul. You can't no, get rid you of are. it. 
You are. And get rid of the circus boys, you know? No. You guys are here, stayed. I'm here for it. I'm so, like, again, I'm so proud of you guys. I love it. I'm excited for the IWTV tag team belts. This is going to be fun. There's some hard hitting names. I'm right. I, I, I expect. Just to even be able to, because we didn't even get to touch up on that a little bit, but to, to, to kick that off of Violence and Forever was dope. Just because, like, yeah. That was really a finals-worthy matchup. Yeah. And to be able to kick off this tournament, it's, it's, it's already special just because of what it's bringing together and what's coming out of it. But to be able to kick it off with, with Violence and Forever and for people to go on and say, like, that they believe that we were the two best teams out right now. Yeah. And Lion and I, like, it's not a big-headed thing, but if you don't believe that you're the best – you're doing it wrong. We are the best tag team out right now unsigned. I firmly believe that. And I say that with all the room to grow because we will always continue to grow and there's always so much to learn and we don't even have the, all the tools yet and we're where we are. So to be able to step in there with Violence and Forever, um, now two-time, I believe, yeah. um, independent tag three time, three time, three time. They're uh, decorated. Yeah, they're decorated for sure. for us to be able to mesh with them and just also be able to show like hey we're not just circus boys we can bring the fight to you guys that's what it was all about and um you know respect to cool and respect to garini i love those guys they're awesome they're dope but that tournament really meant a lot to us Mm -hmm. so a very shout out and thank you because you know just we are tag team wrestling so looking forward to this. I'm really excited for it. I need to come up for Russellville because, like, I was sad I didn't get to go up last year. I got sick. So I need to make it my business that I come up this year. And this is when we're going to find out. So I'm intrigued to know what promotions are going to be part of it this year. Yeah, me too. I'm really looking forward to it. So it's on my list to, like, go up there. So, all right. So we got some other stuff here. You guys are in the Super 8 tournament, which is great. So looking forward to some great names in here. So that's in Jersey on the 17th, so 4 p.m. You can check that out. And House of Glory Genesis on September 24th. Drinking so, some mobile tea on September 24th, too. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say about that. Wait, that's it. That mobile tea is going to be, you know, what, I, what helps me bring my steak down, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, have I love to- it. Two servings of chopped cheese by the name of milk and chocolate. Celebratory chopped cheeses and, the, and my favorite, you know, uh, chopped cheese spot in Harlem. You know. Oh man, I can't. Uh, anything else that that I don't have that uh, coming up? I mean, probably stuff isn't even out there yet. But is there anything else that? Um, we didn't? Battle Club. We will be defending our tag team championships against Willow and Brooke Valentine of Thick and Juicy. Um, Lion, are we forgetting anything? I don't know. Um, a bunch of stuff that are unannounced. So just stay tuned. Follow us on Twitter. Instagram. We have a lot of stuff coming up, so definitely stay tuned. Some new debuts. Just can't really say right now. Okay. Pretty- that's why everybody's got to follow you. So tell everybody where they can, like, follow you on the socials. 
So blazing underscore lion. That is my um, Instagram, Twitter, and you know if I ever want to use that TikTok one day, you know I got to eventually. <laughs> and for me, you can find me on the ringleader underscore Midas on um, Instagram and on Twitter. I believe is ringleader M. Okay. Uh, ringleader is ringleader Midas, but it's one of those two. It is ringleader M. All those links are in the description. If you guys yeah. are lazy, I got you covered. So make sure you go follow that. It's all in that description below. John said, uh, I told Midas and Lion they should make a lion stuffed animal. We are working on it, but I promise. <laughs> I love it. I love the jackets that came out. Those things are fine. My best friend's got one. Those shits are fire. Like, yeah. yeah. Some, someone stole mine at GCW. Aw, rude. Yeah, someone stole Lion, so... That's not shout out shout out to nerds um nerd nerds clothing mm -hmm. um designed the jacket for us he also did a handful of the aw jackets and the the um aw street fighter jackets mm -hmm. and new jackets so he shout out to nerds he's super dope super talented let me see what's up with that jacket actually <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe you'll put out like a point part two or something like that. Maybe they were really cool. They were awesome to see. So um, and again, their their links to their merch is in in the description too. Buy their merch or go bother them at the shows and go buy their merch or you know go chat with them. So, but. I love you guys so much. Thank you guys. You know, like I really appreciate you guys came on to the podcast and chatted. Long overdue. I love, love you too. guys very much. You should tell people one day how we ended up finalizing this. Uh... This podcast interview. <laughs> <laughs> so should we tell the story? <laughs> tell the story. Okay, just for anybody who doesn't know, I have been asking for a bit, but I was asking Midas. So like, so Jay didn't know. I think that I was asking Midas for a little bit, but I don't like to be harassing. So and she never was harassing. She never was. Yeah, it was like it was like mid match, and I was just like <laughs> in pain. I'm like, hey, you know. We're still not on your podcast. <laughs> like, and I was like, was the Haven, right? Was it against the Haven? Yeah, it was, <laughs> was it two weeks like, ago? Like, yo, Tiff, what's up with that podcast? It was <laughs> random. It was like a good match. Because I know I was smoking Miracle Generation, so, you know, I had to do business. It's all about business, you know what I'm saying? When they, when these kids grow up, they're going to know how money talks. So we're going to pay a hefty sum be on this podcast, all right, Miracle Generation? <laughs> Keep your hot dogs and handshakes at home. Is he really? He's wrestling right now. I was like, and he's really in front of me asking to be on the podcast. I was like, are you serious? I said, go fucking wrestle. I was like, are you serious? There's always stuff like this that people fall in front of me and say stuff. I'm like, will you stop fucking worrying and go wrestle? We can talk later. Like, Tiff, I'm a thick boy. I need a break. I need to catch my wind, you know? Like, I'm thick with two Cs. So, um, I needed that. What is going on here? Oh, my God. I freaking uh, can't. I, I like to know that I'm, um, I am, uh, proactive <laughs> and productive. So, I'm taking a break, you know? Like, mid-match, I gotta just make sure, you know, hey, gotta secure the bag. You know? <laughs> I can't. I'm like, this is really happening right now. I'm still stuck on thick with two C's. I'm dead. I if you're not thick with two C's, are you really thick? That's I, the question I, of the day. Stop, stop it. Stop. Okay, well. 
Anyway, thank you guys for coming on and chatting with us. Like I said, I'm sure we could spend hours. There's so much. I know, like, I barely put a dent into our conversation. But, you know, I've, I try to touch point with a lot of important stuff with us. So, and I know the fans are bothering me also. So, thank you. And, you know, thank you for them as well. I'm really excited, you know, to see you guys. You know, I'll see you guys soon, obviously. Um, but, yeah. So, uh Thank you guys all for tuning in. Thank you for all your questions, all your fun stuff. So I appreciate it. Tomorrow I'll be with Ricky Smokes. So he's got a big matchup at Chaotic against Davian. We're going to talk to him about that tomorrow. So make sure you tune in for that. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. All that fun stuff. Follow me. Follow the podcast. And, uh, yeah. So you guys know the drill. Stay safe. Support independent wrestling. I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a good night. Peace out, Coach Dog. Bye, guys.